All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, you know, we have got a ton of new developments as it relates to the Biden family syndicate and enterprise. And and I will tell you, it is even even the media mob this weekend. They are beginning to understand that Joe is facing some significant problems. Let me play Jonathan Martin and even Chuck Todd discussing the three massive issues clouding Joe Biden's campaign. We only hear about Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 24-7, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not going to the debate. Donald Trump's not going to any debate. Donald Trump feels he doesn't have to go to the debate. I mean, that's all I saw all weekend. Nobody in the media, for the most part, wants to talk about this. This might be the beginning of the dam breaking, and that is going to be Democrats that do not think Joe Biden is up for another term and that would use the troubles of Joe Biden with Hunter Biden, the lies of Joe Biden, the enrichment of the Biden family. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's now coming to a point where I could see prominent Democrats. I could see media mob, you know, prominent liberal voices saying, uh, Joe's got problems I don't think he can overcome. He really shouldn't be our guy. Anyway, listen to this from the weekend. Well, the Biden staff can't yeah. even get to the president yeah. about the issue because they don't want to address a sensitive topic with the president. They've got a challenge. Chuck, I think Biden has basically got three issues where he's not figured out what to say. OK, one is obviously the questions about Hunter Biden, his son. The other is what to say about the investigations into Donald Trump. And the yeah. third is about his age. Those are three massive issues that are sort of clouding his reelection well, campaign. And he's not figured out what to say about it. And the one thing I want to point out here is I want to show you his this stuff has taken a huge toll on him. You know, Biden, right before the 2020 election, he was right side up, which in our polarized politics is quite astonishing. But look, Trump and Rudy Giuliani began this campaign to try to tarnish Biden, to try to turn him into the Clinton name, you know, with the with the obsession over, over the Ukraine businesses with Hunter. And it's worked. His numbers now look more like Hillary Clinton 16 than Biden 20. Kimberly... We, uh, maybe ab maybe abortion is the difference there that 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 will bail him out, but that doesn't look good for him. Now we learned a lot, even from the New York Times, which is in and of itself a canary in the coal mine, or has the canary in a coal mine potential here, um, because they did a piece this weekend, and this is not good for Joe Biden. Uh, as I've been saying, this really is not about Hunter anymore. This is now the Joe Biden bribery, money laundering uh, scandal allegations we're talking about because he's up to his eyeballs. He lied. I never spoke to my son Hunter once or my brother or anybody for that matter about their foreign business deals. Uh, total, complete lies. Dinners with with oligarchs like the former first lady of, of Moscow, uh, you know, with within a time frame that is beyond suspicious in terms of millions of dollars in dealings with the Hunter family syndicate, with the Biden family syndicate. And and then, of course, these phone calls, which we'll get into in a second. But, you know, this is this is when The New York Times is now investigating not only the sweetheart plea deal that the Biden DOJ wanted to give Hunter and some of the, the new developments surrounding it. It is pretty devastating. They've discovered that the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, he was ready to completely let Hunter off the hook with no charges at all whatsoever. 
And the only thing that prevent, prevented that from happening was these IRS whistleblowers that came forward and blew the lid off the cover-up. From the New York Times, David Weiss was willing to conclude the investigation into Hunter Biden without even as much as a plea deal before two IRS agents accused the Justice Department of interfering, according to private correspondence between Weiss and Biden's legal team that was obtained by the New York Times. Somebody's after Biden if they're dumping that on the New York Times. After the whistleblowers spoke out, Weiss then demanded Biden plead guilty to committing tax offenses. Quote, it appears that if it weren't for the actions of these whistleblowers who had nothing to gain and everything to lose, Hunter Biden would never have been charged at all. By the way, we also learned that they they literally want to go after these whistleblowers. I'll get to that in, in a second here, you know, um, because that is outrageous. I thought they like whistleblowers. Apparently they do not. Uh, but anyway, so they have every. They've had everything to lose in this. Hunter Biden would never have been charged at all. This guy invest, spent four years investigating it. Compare that to how long they've been investigating Trump and how many times they've indicted him. Boy, they move at the speed of light as long as they can get the trials in the election year uh, that Donald Trump is in. Anyway, Weiss told an associate he didn't want to bring charges. His own office, if you recall, John Solomon, he'll join us later. Jim Jordan will join us later. But remember, it was Solomon that reported that Weiss's office had recommended felony charges against Hunter Biden because the average American would not be prosecuted for them. That is not true. The amount of money, if he didn't let the statute of limitations run out in the years 2014, 15, oh, my gosh, by taking so long, even though he had a deal that they would have extended the statute of limitations. Anyway, negotiations between Weiss and Biden's legal team began in January and by May. Biden's team proposed a deal in which Biden would uh, not have to plead guilty, but would agree to what's known as a deferred prosecution agreement, which typically entails conditions like enrolling in drug treatment or anti-violence programs or giving up firearms. But meanwhile, Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower who'd been blocked from pursuing any and all leads into this, told the DOJ's watchdog that Weiss told him federal prosecutors in Washington and California had refused to bring tax charges against Hunter Biden, despite evidence of crimes and lawyers for a second tax investigator sent a, a letter to the IRS commissioner alleging their team of investigators on the case had been removed after expressing concerns about political interference from Joe Biden's Justice Department, uh, which, you know, now has been exposed. And days later, Weiss informed Biden's lawyer, Chris Clark, that he was demanding Hunter plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges. If it wasn't for the bravery of this one judge in Delaware on the day that this this whole thing was to be signed and sealed off on by the judge, had the judge not recognized that buried within the the gun deferral part of the agreement that they said, oh, that he would get immunity for any further prosecution, he said, excuse me, uh, Mr. Weiss, Mr. Prosecution, is this what you're agreeing to here? There will be no other investigations. That didn't work out particularly well. Now, it gets even more interesting um, because we now learn that Hunter Biden's attorneys, and this to me was a strategy. This was in the Politico, that they threatened the White House in a bid to get a sweetheart plea deal that collapsed last month. And they warned Joe Biden's own legal advisors that if Hunter was forced to stand trial, but they'd, they'd have to put the president on the witness stand because he would be a fact witness. 
New documents show that during the private negotiations with, with prosecutors, Hunter's own lawyers invoked the case's extraordinary political undercurrents. They made clear to prosecutors that they thought pressure from congressional Republicans was improperly shaping the investigation, and they argued bringing the case would destroy the Department of Justice's reputation. And they actually just the opposite is true. They said a trial of the president's son would create political and constitutional chaos by pitting the president himself against his very own Department of Justice. Then Hunter's attorney issued a warning. If the Justice Department charged the president's son, his lawyers would put the president on the witness stand. And Biden now unquestionably would be a fact witness for the defense in any criminal trial. He wrote that in a 32-page letter that was obtained by Politico. That letter, along with 300 pages of previously unreported emails, documents exchanged between Hunter Biden's legal team and prosecutors, sheds a lot of new light on these negotiations that nearly, you know, resulted in no charges at all, no deal at all, no guilty plea at all whatsoever. And the document shows how the deal collapsed, the turnaround that occurred after the Republicans bashed it and the judge raised questions about it. And the collapse renewed the prospect that Biden will be headed to trial as his, his father ramps up his political ambitions. Well, we'll see. I don't think so, because we got one other little complication that we learned. Now, we have three of the most prestigious Democratic media organizations. They're all ripping the Biden Justice Department to shreds over the DOJ's attempt at deep sixing this Hunter Biden scandal before Joe Biden's involvement became obvious. These are the canaries in the coal mine. I mentioned the New York Times, that former U.S. Attorney Weiss ready to let Hunter go off scot-free, no charges. And only the whistleblowers, you know, prevented that from happening. And then the judge in the case. Political reporting that Hunter's attorneys are threatening to put Joe Biden, the president, on the witness stand if it, there was ever a trial. You know, oh, that's going to be a catastrophe for the Democratic Party. I mean, to me, well, kind of like a little bit of a shakedown. Now, I know you guys don't want that now, do you? And then you have even the, you get the trifecta here because you also get the Washington Post reporting that David Weiss used to work side by side with then Delaware Attorney General Bo Biden. Can anyone say conflict of interest? Can anyone say he should never have been the lead investigator in this? All three of these stories would have required serious investigative efforts were all broken by major Democratic media house organs. So I don't know if these, these three stories combined mean the canary in the coal mine uh, that now the media, and then you're going to see you know, Maureen Dowd, maybe she was the canary in the coal mine when she went after Joe Biden, you know, being a, a horrible human being by not recognizing his own granddaughter. But when the Washington Post points out that, you know, Weiss celebrated a fraud conviction in, in 2010, he was joined by Bo Biden, the state's attorney general. Well, he has no business looking in any Biden when he's friends with, you know, the since recent, you know, a guy that since has passed away, Bo Biden, who, by the way, was not brought back in a flag draped coffin, as he claimed. Anyway, although Democrats point to Weiss's appointment by President Trump, he wasn't appointed by President Trump. First, it was appointed by Barack Obama. And then remember, when you appoint uh, prosecutors such as this, uh, usually you need the sign off of the state senators, in this case, Democratic senators 
or they threaten to veto or, or filibuster any other selection you might make. That makes it impossible. So uh, it was not Trump's real first choice, as the media has been telling you. So we've been telling you for months that, you know, now to watch the media suddenly turn on on the Bidens is getting pretty interesting here. And new documents showing that Hunter Biden's lawyers threatened to force Joe to testify and that Hunter Biden's lawyers demanded the Biden DOJ prosecute. And this is the other part of this. This whole thing blew up because of the IRS whistleblowers. Now the lawyers for Hunter Biden demanded that Joe's DOJ prosecute the whistleblowers. Why? Because he made them look bad. Anyways, attorneys now pushing the Justice Department to prosecute IRS whistleblowers. I thought they liked whistleblowers. This is after the House Ways and Means Committee voted to approve the public disclosure of the IRS whistleblower allegations. And in June, the committee voted to make public multiple instances of alleged political interference with the DOJ. And because these whistleblowers pointed out that their investigation was hampered, interfered with, with the IRS tax investigation into Hunter Biden. And it was, of course, wise to let the statute of limitations run off, run along. Uh, I mean, it's unreal. By the way, three more Hunter Biden attorneys have jumped ship. Uh, and you've got, let's see, attorneys Brian McManus, uh, Timothy H. McCartan, Matthew S. Salerno, requesting permission from the judge to withdraw from the case. Moving forward, prosecutors expect the case to go to trial where it would likely be tried in Delaware or California. Mr. Biden has been advised of and consents to our withdrawal. He also agrees this withdrawal will cause no material adverse uh, effect or prejudice and remains completely satisfied. And it looks like Abby Lowell has taken over the whole kit and caboodle, which, by the way, Abby Abby, uh, Lowell's a real lawyer. I've been telling you that. And if you're going to have anybody on this case, that's the guy you want. He's the one that got off John Edwards and Senator Menendez. He's a serious lawyer. All right. Anyway, if your cell phone is in desperate need of replacement, you know, the signs, short battery life, uh, you have to have a charger with you 24-7 or a cracked screen and you get glass splinters. Ouch. Not fun. Anyway, you can put your old phone to rest and upgrade now to the brand new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk. They'll give it to you for free. And by the way, you still get the same great plans that save you a fortune from Pure Talk. But you'll get your free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, ultra-strong glass that they have. And when you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month, that comes with also free mobile hotspot. So you get all the data you'll ever need, half the price of the big carriers AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, yet they use the same and most dependable 5G network. And they use the same cell towers. Uh, Try and get this deal from any of the big carriers. Good luck with that. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword save now. And right now you can get your free 5G Samsung Galaxy when you make the switch to Pure Talk. Pound 250, keyword save now.